Welcome to the Dynasty Dads Podcast. Football, rankings, debates, dad stuff. The Dynasty Dads Podcast is brought to you by DynastyTradeCalculator.com. Stop guessing. Start calculating. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Dynasty Dads Podcast, brought to you by Dynasty Trade Calculator. My name is Garrett Grev. Thank you for listening. Got a uh, super-duper fun show tonight. Get to talk a little bit of pain as a Vikings fan. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about what everybody's talking about. It's Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift is the biggest story in the football world. I don't know how that Swifties. happened, but here we are. And all that and a whole bunch more. You're not just going to have to listen to me talk about it, of course. Mr. Matthew Renshaw is here with me as well. He's also into Dynasty, and he's also a dad. Matthew, how you doing, buddy? Stop guessing. Start calculating. <laughs> yes. Calculate. <laughs> oh, I actually yeah. later tonight am going to have to log into the app, by the way, not to just do an extended commercial right away. Yeah. But I've got some offers and I'm just like, oh boy, uh, I know we're going to talk about it later, so I won't lead into it. A lot of people getting in- pretty interested in my CJ Stroud shares. You know, what's funny about it is I, I have Stroud and I, I think, oh, you know how, I, how, I, and you I, I, you said it too, how is this going to start as an ad? I don't mean it to start as an ad. No. But every week, the values are updated. The values have been updated. Puka Nakua's value has shot up. Yes. CJ Stroud is officially more valuable right now than Bryce Young. Yes. So it's it's interesting that they change on a week-to-week basis. So you know, Just like we predicted before the season started, go out and get those pieces of the Houston offense, right? <laughs> Who saw it coming? I like Tank Dell. I think we talked about that early. We did. But, uh, yeah, he was my he's my rookie, one of my rookie guys that I really liked. And it looks to be right. It's weird that we might know what we're talking about here on the Dynasty Dads podcast. Yeah, we do. When it comes to Dynasty, which, of course, we'll get into Dynasty talk, we'll get into, you know, just general fantasy and NFL chatter. But because the name of the show is Dynasty Dads, we like to lead off with a it's a, it's oh. like a, a slow pitch softball swing. Right. What can you That's hit out right. of the park, Matthew? I bet you can hit the park out of some dad talk. So let's yeah. what do you got? What's the family been up to since last we were on oh, the mics man. here? So Saturday, Saturday, we uh, we have a group of friends from church and we get together every other week. And, uh, so this week we got together at somebody's house, my 20 month old decided to do his best Jeff Hardy impression. And, uh, we're watching the, the Cornhuskers play. We're also watching Colorado get destroyed, Ooh. but Oof. that was, that was, yeah. Uh, the sentiment in the house full of Nebraska fans was good. Keep throwing it up on them. <laughs> right. But anybody that's had little kids knows, you know, um, uh, they don't listen very well and they're like standing up running around so he's standing on this bar stool and dad mode you're like you don't want to sprint over you don't want to panic like right you, because then they react and it, it's not good so i'm like doing that little like dad while like hey buddy like he's on the bar stool standing up not super uh he's like wobbling like oh and like messing around dancing i don't know what, even know what you want to call it and i'm like okay so I'm going uh, i know i know what you're saying because at a certain point in my life you could find me standing on a bar stool <laughs> wobbling and dancing so i've been there you you know you firsthand experience i was probably 20 years older than him at the time but uh <laughs> yeah yeah been there so i get and i'm like two steps away and down goes frazier and swan dives 
oh. face first into the base of this bar. Like it's a nice hardwood bar. And I I pick him up before the cry. And here I've got I know we're not an audio or a visual show, but you can you can see. Oh boy, he's got a big old egg right he, in the middle of that forehead. He, he went the corn. Yeah, yes. man. He, but uh, he's smiling. That's nice. He, so he cried for 10 minutes and I told my wife and, I, and I, anybody that was, I was like, if this was my first, cause I'm the one that's quick to panic and like, we got to take him to the doctor. Like, and I did this with our oldest, my first week home from school. She wasn't even one yet. We were going on a walk. We're going to walk to a garage sale. She fell. I can still hear the sound of her forehead hitting the ground. Oh, and oh, instant, it's a distinct noise. Yes. Instant pops out of the forehead. Kind of like this one. And I'm like, we got to take her to the doctor. Like, oh my gosh, she's got blood on her brain or whatever. She's concussed. Yep. We Put her in the doctor. protocol. And she's fine. She's acting normal. She's just got this big old raspberry on her head. And uh, the doctor's like, and I'll never forget it because I've got four kids now. They're like, if it grows out, it's okay. That's where you want to see it. You want to see it grow out. Kids are fine. They're tough. They're built for stuff like this. So 10 minutes later, he was acting fine. Knew who dad was, knew who mom was, wanted to keep playing. So he's fine. You're all he's, good. He's starting to scare. get black eyes though, underneath like, like cause the mm. forehead and the nose and it's starting to, it's healing, yeah. but it's starting to get ugly. Well, health issues, astutely eared listeners might notice my voice is not its normal, clear, rich baritone uh, that it often is. <laughs> <laughs> I was traveling for work last week. It's one of the reasons why you didn't see a dynasty dad show pop up in, in the feed here. Um, and while I was gone, my wife had the joy. So I'm traveling. I'm in California, Southern California, like out to the beach. Really beautiful. Having a nice yeah. time as much as you can for a work trip. Right. Meanwhile, at home, my wife was dealing with every single one of our four children coming down to strep throat and oh, in and no. out of urgent care, trying to get them on the moxicillin or whatever they got as quick as possible. I thought I maybe you had timed it up right because I got back later in the week. They've been on the juice for, you know, 24 yeah. hours. Shouldn't, shouldn't be contagious. But yeah, they're grubby little hands. They're touching every surface around. They're kids, yeah. I got it someplace, right? So I had the joy of like expecting I'm probably going to get sick and then just wondering if it's psychosomatic little by little. We're on the comeback trail. Didn't hold me back from uh, coaching all the youth athletics and sports well, in the world. You're over coaching the like weekend. eight teams. And what Lots. do you have more of, fantasy football teams or youth league coaching responsibilities? Oh. You know what? It might almost be less stressful, uh, at least coming out of a waiver wire night um, to have uh, more fantasy teams. And I do, uh, but it's a little too close to comfort. I've got five youth sports teams. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So it keeps me busy. We got tournaments this weekend for both baseball and football. I got to pull like a multiplicity uh, Michael Keaton reference and clone myself. Yeah, a few times. You can't go too far, though, because then you end up with the last one. That's just kind of pizza guy. The pizza like guy. Pizza. Yep. He likes pizza. <laughs> so I, this we're going to go off the rails here, but I remember watching that. And every time I watched it, I had pizza. And I was like, oh. am I the pizza one? Am, the... I the, am I the pizza clone? Yep. Like, is that me? Yep. Mom, dad, what's going on? Yeah. Yep. It's a solid movie. I might need to rewatch that. Mike, big Michael Keaton fan over here, You're of big, course. Because yeah, of Batman. Batman fame. Yeah. Right, yep. right. Uh, who doesn't like a famous actor? Uh, you know, people like more than famous actors. Apparently, famous singers uh, hey, showing up to football games because that's a solid segue. I like you th- that. 
you think the big story was Miami running up the score, uh, no. but the big story was Taylor Swift at Arrowhead uh, to watch Travis Kelsey. You know, I mean, Matthew, what does this do when you evaluate Travis Kelsey's value in Dynasty? Does this move the needle here that he's potentially in a romantic relationship with Taylor Swift? I'm just glad that ta- the Taylor Swift finally put Travis Kelsey on the map because nobody had heard of Travis Kelsey before. Yeah. Ever before this, and now yeah. he's famous. Yeah, and did you know that she's going to the game this Sunday? I heard in that. New York. Yeah, yeah, oh, it's a pretty big it's getting, deal. Yeah, it's getting real. I, that's serious. Like you one know, game. Yeah, it could be a fluke. Might just be a publicity stunt. Two weeks. You're 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 investing some solid time yeah. here. It's I think fun to watch the like Swifty detectives because they they're showing oh, sure. up on my socials that I'm like. This is weird. You, you this it is, is weird. weird. They're weird. They're. I'm. I mean, I don't. Think I mean, this in the nicest listen. possible way, but who cared? Like, dude, it's it's next level. And this is a couple guys, you know, probably speaking to an audience that also obsesses over people we don't know and will likely right. never meet. Yeah. Um, but like the the weird ownership and protection. I saw somebody send a tweet out, and they were legitimate. This was a legitimate, real tweet, and it was a Swifty. Um, at some point, you know, Travis in one of the games got in a little uh, pushy, shovey, physical altercation on the field. And they're like, it is 100% legitimate that we should be worried about Taylor's safety if she's dating oh someone gosh. with these aggressive tendencies. Like she has been in bad relationships before. And I was like, no way. What? <laughs> tell me you you've tell never, never watched, watched football, football before. There it without is. telling yes. me you've never watched football before. Yeah. And like also, like, what kind of dudes is this chick dating that tweeted that out? You know, like, right. I've come seen on. some where they're like, I know the exact date that they first started meeting. You don't just look at the way she's interacting with his mother. They have inside jokes. Yeah, and I'm like you. You I, people are. I, I saw full analysis out. of their like I don't know what it's called because I don't believe in this nonsense, but like horos, horoscope, oh, yes, signs yes. and compatible birth months, uh, rising moons, and so dumb. All the goofiness. This is it, coming it, from a guy who talks about fantasy football on a weekly basis, like, yeah. and I think this is like back. I understand his... this could be what we're doing could be considered dumb, weird, nerdy, whatever. Like. That's that's just that's new level of obsession. I think if the if this keeps going, we'll have to get uh, Cooter Doodle back on the show. Coots is a big Swifty. She's a big fan. Um, so we, I mean, she's living in both worlds now, you know. So uh, maybe she's got some inside tips. If this she is might. a topic, we have to continue. I, I will officially say this: <clears throat> I I am. If this becomes a real relationship, I'm going to start devaluing ever slightly Travis Kelsey because these things don't go well for the guys that they date or she dates. Have you they, seen the theory a lot of that harassment? She, she's like doing this because she's an Eagles fan. She's from, I think she's from Philly. Oh boy. And like to mess with Kelsey, if the chiefs and the Eagles end up in the Super Bowl, it'll go South. There'll be a breakup. The Swifties will turn on him. She'll write a yep. hit song. It'll be yep. his whole life. He'll, He'll be harassed by these people that are now following him. Yep. Oh boy. Oh boy. The plot thickens. What are we ever going to do? Uh, how mad is Brittany Mahomes? <laughs> she doesn't have the spotlight anymore. You know, Gosh. no Gosh. one's uh, pointing the camera up at her booth. It's, <sighs> it's a real deal. There's there, it's a mystery to be solved. Another potentially mystery to solve. Wrench. You know, I got a mystery for you. All right, let's hear it. What the heck is Atlanta doing? That's what I was going to ask you. 
<laughs> I was going to ask you the same thing. You got Here's a mystery that needs actual investigation. Offensive weapons, and they had what seven combined targets touches. I don't understand. It's something else. One, so the, you, like the argument of oh, they're winning. Okay, Arthur Smith enthusiasts. <laughs> Do you think? I mean, besides like his mom and his wife, maybe like are they out there? Gosh, I, I mean, what? I, I don't understand. I don't get it. And then there's the rumor that Kyle Pitts is on the trade block. Shut up. That's not happening either. Like, give that up. But what like what are we what are we doing? It's uh it's interesting, right? And it, they are clearly dedicated to the run. Yeah. But from a fantasy standpoint, you're not real pumped about it. No. I, I like I have Bijan Robinson a lot of places, and I, I have high hopes for him, and I still do. Um but like, what are we doing? Last week, here's a stat line from last week. He had twelve. Well, I, I'm in a league where it's carries. He had four receptions, um, thirty-three rushing yards, twenty-seven receiving yards, and he, and he ran the ball ten times. Like, like what? He touched the ball fourteen times, and they lost. Yeah. Twenty to yep. twenty-six. What are we doing? I, I mean, in the league I have him in, I had eight points out of Bijan last week. Yeah, and of course, let's be clear, the week before you were happy against Green Bay. Yes. Um, you know, 19 points. But like to commit to running the ball like this and then, you know, be eight points, that's 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 interesting. And a loss, right? So in the Jacksonville, they've got a solid defense coming up, particularly against the run. Who knows? It's really tough to understand what's going on. I mean, Kyle Pitts had nine targets, so that's that's a plus. Like, there's an offensive weapon. That, and Drake London got six. Desmond Ritter the problem? Right. Well, do I really want to transition to any sort of Vikings talk now? No, not quite oh. yet. I've got, but you know the 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 rumor Kirk Cousins to Atlanta on the web is Cousins to Atlanta. Oh, I haven't um, heard that one. You know, I don't think there's any weight to it, right? I don't think – I think Cousins is staying put in Minnesota. Um, but, uh, like, I tell you what, if I – like, there's a dude on Twitter who's a super big Cousins fan. He kind of got into the Vikings Twitter circle for a while, but then people kind of got sick of him because he was just really a Cousins-only guy. If I'm that guy, I think that's a great spot. If I'm that's a, a good landing stan, spot. as the kids say – for yeah. Kirk Cousins, um, and I get accused of being that. Uh, but like, I tell you what, I bet, I bet Kyle Pitts and Drake London would be hyped to have Kirk Cousins chucking them the rock and, <laughs> instead of the situation they find themselves in right now. So you brought it up. You brought up the trade rumors or thoughts or, or proposals that we do on social media. Where you're, I'm not going to call you a stan. Sure, you you like Kirk? Yeah, big supporter. Where, Based where on outside, outside of Minnesota, where do you want to see him? What would be the best best spot for him? Well, as someone who had really high hopes for my squad with Garrett Wilson on them, I like that the, the cliched Jets answer yep. is the one that stands out, right? That's like that was a team that was in win now mode, sold out. They for, still are. It, Still now, right? I mean, there's no reason. It's there's one problem over there, and it's very easy to see. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 Wilson under center. It's it's That's holding Robert back Wilson oh, downfield, yeah. right? Yeah. So 
you know, I personally, I, if he had to go one broken heart Garrett, cause I am a, uh, I've said this many times. I'm a Vikings fan first. Um, I, I kind of just, I, I enjoy being a Vikings fan. I want the Vikings to win, uh, even in matchups where, um, I'll lose if the Vikings pull something out, right? Like some are playing against somebody with Justin Jefferson. I need a Jefferson touch or they need a, a touchdown from JJ to win. I want that to happen. If it means the Vikings, you win. want the I'll Vikings take, to win. I'll yep. take the loss myself. Yep. Um, but you know, I think, I, I think the, the jets is an ideal scenario. Um, I think the Falcons could be interesting, right? Uh, I think that's really about it. I mean, Denver potentially, but it's such a mess right. that I don't even know that that pulling out Russ and putting in Kirk Cousins. I mean, imagine saying that a couple of years ago, right. um, that that's the solution for them. So I think there's only a few landing spots. And I think, you know, the, the I- big challenge, of course, with New York is you know, you've got Rogers there saying he's coming back. Are you really just, is, is, is that something cousins would do to say, yep, I'll waive my no trade clause to go be a rest of season rental with this team. Is he, I, doesn't I just don't he see only have one year left on his contract. Yeah. This is his last one. There are rumors that there is an extension coming. I still would like to see an extension quite honestly, even if they draft a quarterback next year, I, I, I I think we've seen enough of of pushing young guys unless you're at the absolute top of the game struggling without somebody to learn from and being able to ease into the NFL the way that happened in years gone by that I'd like personally as a Vikings fan, I'd like to see them take that approach. And I don't want to see them get the 101, you know, like I'm not a tank person. Right. I like athletics because it's competition and it's a bunch of guys working together to try to achieve the best outcome. And if that's a six win season and, you know, you did everything you could for those six wins, I'd rather have six wins than zero. Like that's yeah. not fun for me as a fan. And, you know, it's a little bit of checkers, not chess, I guess, but I'm here to enjoy football games and I won't enjoy a season that is, that you're you not, know, that doesn't have any wins. Right. That's yeah. That's not, I mean, I've been a Cowboys fan. I, I, I know what those, those rough years feel Oof. like. One that came to mind, but I don't know. It's it's stupid if you say it out loud. Like that's where I'm at with it. But the Washington Commanders seem to have interesting a decent yeah. hole at quarterback, and he knows Washington. That um, would be very very interesting. New right? new, new ownership. ownership, right? Like that. That could be if they decide to move him. I mean, he might be comfortable in in Washington. Um, I don't think it makes sense, but it's. I don't think it's going to happen, but I think you could make the argument that now that one might make sense if they think they can win the the division. I don't, but from a dynasty standpoint too, I, I like if I've got Cousins on my roster, I don't want to see Cousins go anywhere else. I like the receiving core that he's paired up with. They're chucking the ball a bunch, right? Like it is not a run heavy. We don't have a running nope. touchdown on the year in Minnesota yet. And Cousins is completing a lot of passes. Like I, it, Kirk Cousins is like the number two quarterback on the season so far yeah, this year. So got, if I, like some of the best offensive stats, and they have no wins. I'm very aware, Matthew. I'm painfully I'm, no, aware. I, just, <laughs> I know <laughs> this is for the listeners, not for Garrett. Right? There's, this is a, but there's a guy in in New York that he's played with that that he knows that yeah in the backfield they could share and. Yeah, he's and, throwing him short little dump off passes right. before that have gone for what sixty four yards to Something the house like against that. the Colts. Yeah. yeah, it could happen. What are the options we mentioned? 
Um, and we should talk about it because if it wasn't for Taylor Swift, it would be the biggest story in the NFL. But the Denver Broncos, who got absolutely taken to the woodshed, destroyed by Mike McDaniel's, like seventy points. Not that was not, personal. It was personal. There's a great story. Absolutely it. was personal. Great Good story. For him. It. But you know, it wasn't so personal that he kicked the field goal for the all-time record. Right? They, right. There's a little bit of restraint there. But of course, I. McDaniels, who had been on uh, the the roster at one point, he was on a the, ball boy on the ball boy, yeah, but on the roster, right? Uh, on in the organization, and wanted to go back, and I think it was for the offensive coordinator role. They didn't even interview him for the head coaching gig. Yeah, didn't call him. Dude right. has spent time in your building as a youth, and oh my gosh, and they didn't even interview him. And Some, I don't know if you're going to get to it, but I'm going to get to it. Vic Fangio fired from Denver, the defensive coordinator for Miami. Like that game yep. was, yeah, yep. that was, that was, I'm like, oh, Sean, yeah, this looks fun. And Sean Payton had uh, the chutzpah to talk about, you know, it being, I don't know if Sean said it, but a lot of people commented that it was disrespectful. And you Shut look at up. who's the head coach of the Denver Broncos. Is that the most respectful coach in the NFL? Is that, right. is that a guy? That if you have the opportunity to rub it in his face a little bit, you don't rub it in his face. Right. After the things he said about Nathaniel Hackett, after Bounty Gate when he was with New Orleans, his general attitude, like if somebody deserves to get taught a lesson, I'm sorry if you're if you're a, a Sean Payton fan out there. It's like it's Sean Payton. Well, and it, the Broncos are gonna reset, I think, everything soon. Like they're gonna get a new quarterback. Russ yeah. is done. Uh, yeah. I, I, they a lot of times when we talk dynasty and we talk, you know, fantasy football in general, you know, when the end comes, it comes pretty quick for a lot of these guys. And Russ's has been so dramatic. It's like well, almost, oh my gosh. I've got a stat to compare Russ because is Russ, let's just, okay. So we got Russ and we got quarterback two. And if, don't look at the sheet, but if you're on the sheet, you can see it. So there's Russ. He's got 791 yeah. yards. Got six touchdowns, two interceptions, and a QBR of 59 and a half. You got quarterback B, 803 yards, a little more than Russ. One more touchdown, seven touchdowns. They both have two interceptions. QBR, the made up stat that it is, 69.2. So eerily similar stats. What right. quarterback is quarterback two? Uh, running through my head now, it's got to be a big name. Otherwise it wouldn't be worth comparing. Um, I think Herbert it's, has it's not more. Kirk Cousins. It's not Kirk. It's not Herbert. Um, Josh Allen has more interceptions that he's thrown more interceptions. Sure, he threw than more that, interceptions so in one game Josh. than Russ yeah. has on the year. Um, I don't think it's Mahomes, but I'll throw Mahomes out there. It's Patty Mahomes. Is it for real? It's really bad. Yeah. So, it, I mean, that's it, interesting. Everybody, and, and I know that Mahomes played a game without Kelsey and um, safety but, blanket, safety right. blanket, Travis. Those. So, is, is Russ really having that bad of a year or is the perception off? Yeah. And that's, you know, that's storylines getting out in the media. And after last year, it was going to take a lot to shake kind of the stink off old Rustifers. Um, so I think, you know, that type of performance isn't going to be enough to change people's minds, but that's pretty eye opening, right? Cause no one's, 
No one's saying it's the end of Patrick Mahomes. Right? No. Far from it. He just got a new deal, you know, the way it's structured. When when the top two guys show up, then he gets to restructure his deal. Yep. So that's very, very interesting. I that was my that was just throwing it out there. I didn't really think it yeah. was gonna be Mr. Ketchup it, Man. That's it's something patty. else. Yeah. And, and so it's I'm like, okay, wait. And the Chiefs are two and one. The 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 Broncos just don't look competent. Good. Yeah, good. You're one, right? Sean Payton's a good coach. You're not firing anybody. Like maybe, maybe the defensive coordinator coordinator. gave up 70 points, something else. And he gave it up. I mean, talk about a uh, running. I mean, for a high powered offense, we think of the dolphins operating through the air quite a bit, but obviously McDaniels knows how to get the most out of his running backs. I mean, eight touchdowns on the ground, right? Is that like, Wowie Zowie. Mostert had what four, eight. Okay, H-Han. No. They've come yeah, out. Yeah, I was gonna say it's not a chain. I didn't. I didn't. You know, normally it's Chris Collinsworth that I have to hear say a different player is a star is born every stinking season. So I didn't have to hear that. But now that his star has started shining, While he I went had to your their attention. My yeah, name is not A-Chain. A-Chain. It is a chan to the point that the dolphins had to change their press materials because they had the incorrect pronunciation. And this dude was just like, oh, I don't know what's fine, I guess. And that, but yeah. yeah, score four touchdowns. You better call me by the right name. Hey, by the way, that's not my name. Yep. I want everybody to know it. Next time I get in the ones, what do you, are you, uh, are you firing up a Chan uh, this week? Is no. he, a, is he now an auto start as some people no. would like you to believe? Nope. Nope. He had one big game. He's the running back five, right? Okay, now I I I know that they're a competitor. Competitor, I it's not even really a, the term loosely, but keep trade cut K KTC, which to me is trash. No offense right. if you use it, whatever. That's just my own personal opinion. My thoughts and views are my own, and the dynasty trade calculator people don't <laughs> not whatever. reflective of dynasty yeah. trade calculator necessarily. But the fact that. Achan is now the running back five on keep trade cut. Dude, come on. Like one it's game doesn't. Wild. Yeah. So no, no, I like Mostert. Um, but Jeff Wilson's a guy that I think you should pick up because Miami, the running backs could change whatever, whatever week. Mostert gets hurt a lot, has been hurt historically. Jeff Wilson's obviously on the IR. Just got to have a piece of the, of the, uh, 70 point puzzle moving forward and you're pretty so, good could, there could be weeks where he blows up there could be weeks where he carries the ball three times wilson's interesting because him. things have been pretty darn quiet on the situation for him right like there hasn't been a ton of news on i haven't seen timetables or anything like that on he's wilson. coming back he's on the ir he's got to sit one more week and then i think he's back and it's like that just muddies the water more right yeah, yeah. And if the Vikings struggles continue, and if Tua takes a bad hit, Kirk Cousins in Miami. <laughs> oh man, oh man, um, that'd be that'd be fun. That w- I mean, <laughs> well, Matthew, I think I just don't have it in me to talk any more Kirk Cousins, but we should talk about more quarterbacks because there's I'm, one. I'm confident Kirk Cousins is going to come up again. <laughs> <laughs> does it doesn't have to. Doesn't have to. <laughs> if All it right. doesn't have to, but it probably it's okay. Will. If it does, that's just fine. Um, not Kirk Cousins. We already mentioned this. Uh, this fine young man uh, earlier, C.J. Stroud, 
What do you think? Real? Not so real? Not real at all? Like, where, where are you on the on the possibility map of outcomes for C.J. Stroud? What do you think the most likely thing to happen here is? I don't feel like talking about my opinions on C.J. Stroud because I may or may not be trying to trade him in leagues where I have him. Ah, giving a competitive advantage to someone who might be it's listening. True. That might be that might be trying to negotiate. Um, if I could sell him and make a nice shiny penny off of him, even a nickel, I would sell him. Okay. Let me ask Not you. Not that this. I don't believe in him, but I have Stroud on multiple teams. Mm-hmm. This is an offer that came to me. It's a redraft offer. So let's let's step outside okay. the dynasty lane. Let's just talk this season. Um buddy of mine was interested in sending me Dak Prescott okay. and CD Lamb. Okay. In exchange for Diggs and Stroud. Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs. Half point PPR. But it's keeper too, right? This is keeper. The one. Yep. So it's a little bit of hybrid. It's a keep yeah. two league. You move up three rounds every year for your draft of them. You got CJ very, very late. And it's a um, super flex league. And it's super flex. So those are the details. So what do you, Dak, what do you and, think? Dak and CD aren't keepers. Nah, just taken too high, right? Like there's there's not value necessarily right. in this league. Now, yeah, yeah, still. Dak could be interesting. I'd have to look where he was drafted. Let's say it was round four just to make it interesting so he so would be, be a round second. one keeper oh so he'd be yeah. A, around yeah round he'd be sorry that would make him around one let's say he wasn't a fifth but let's say he was a fifth and i could get him in the second um that's not bad him in the second but stroud late in a super flex league that's worth something yeah like i i think i hold like digs and lamb in redraft, that's a wash. It's a wash, right? Yeah, right. Now, Dak over Stroud, who does not, he has not cracked my starting lineup yet. This is Stroud the conundrum I'm in. Now I've got, um, I'm, I'm wait. I think like the question is when will he? Right, because I'm, I'm a little bit quarterback heavy. I've got Herbert and Jones that I've rolled with. I didn't roll with Jones this last week. I put in Baker. That wasn't fantastic either. I won my matchup, thankfully, but it should have been Stroud. You know, it's just kind of one of those things. You're probably starting Stroud this week. I am? Yeah. Yeah, you're probably starting Stroud from from here on out until he shows otherwise. I would start Dak over him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but that advantage of keeper. I mean, the that's... keeper league really is. If it was a straight redraft league, I think that's a, oh, a smash. trigger deal, right? Yeah, yeah, easy. But it's that late round quarterback super flex. You could probably keep him for two or three years if yeah, he continues to. In a, yeah, absolutely in a super flex. And um, you know, my skills players that I kept going into this year, their values kind of dried up. Well, I can still get Tony Pollard in like the second, so there's some value there. Um, but you know, it's the super flex makes it interesting. Now I am starting him this week. I will likely I, start him until I see, and I think this is probably pretty, yeah, regression, but like, is this what we can expect from this Houston's offense? Like, is, is this the real deal? Cause they are not having 
a, a great showing on the ground. No. Well, and, and it's weird because everybody thought it's going to be a San Francisco offense. And in some, some ways it is. You got sh- short, quick, yep. yak-type receivers. That makes sense. Um, is Damian Pierce not good? I don't think Damian Pierce is not good, but it, he's not producing right now. It has shown up. It has not shown up that way to this point. But I would agree. I think for most people, the feel was this was going to be another big step forward for him. You know, securely has the job. There's nobody that was going to take it. Yeah. There's no one really challenging, right? And it's not that somebody else is getting a bunch of touches. It's like that's not the concern. Right. It's just they aren't pounding the rock. They're not. Yeah. They're just they're throwing the ball. And so, so I maybe that I, tells us that makes Stroud more real than maybe we're giving him credit for. Maybe I shouldn't be questioning him if he's an every week starter. Maybe, you know, you should be a little bit kinder to old CJ. I got a Stroud offer in a league, and I think it's apples to apples comparison. It's a dynasty league. Okay. Super flex. I, it's not an official offer, but it was conversations. Um, the guy that has Bryce Young, I got CJ Stroud from two or three weeks ago. I'm going through a rebuild, tearing it down, building it up from the, from the bottom. Fun, and I fun got little project. I love it. It's so yeah. much fun. I and know you, you dig this side of it. I do love this part of it. Cause then you build them and it's like, I got like five years. I built, I built a window to win money for five years. Um, so I, I got Stroud super. I mean, I forget what I traded, but I, I got, I liked what I got. Same guy that has Bryce Young had Stroud in the ridge, and he was like, I went back and forth on my original offer of offering Young or Stroud. I'm interested in Stroud. I'm seller's remorse, super interested. What on top of Young would you want for Stroud? And and it's bankroll, so there's no draft picks involved, but he has Nick Chubb. Ooh. And I'm like, I would do CJ Stroud for Bryce Young and Nick Chubb. And what honestly feels like a fair offer. I I think so. Who knows what Nick Chubb's gonna do when he comes back? Came out only MCL. Right. Right. Which is insane. Looks right? way worse than just MCL. And we, we haven't had a show since that. I was I was in a um I was in the hotel workout room oh. in in my hotel in Southern California, and I was watching this, and there's another guy. You know, I was lifting weights to a meathead. There was some guy in the Peloton really getting after it. Like, we had different goals. I was like, I sneak in a quick lift on this trip, yeah. right? And this guy was in there to get a sweat on. But we had the the TV on, and he was paying attention to the football, and he's paying attention to whatever trainer was telling him to stand up or sit down or pedal faster. I don't know. I don't right, do the yeah. Peloton. Um, but we both were watching, and both of us just go, oh! And I like... Yeah. Gross. Dropped my weights. And then I was so thankful. And like, we're not going to show you that one again. So to hear it was, you know, not minor, is, right? Like done for the year. But I thought this guy might not walk. It, it gave me like hearing about, um, you know, more Minnesota talk uh, when when Teddy absolutely destroyed mm-hmm. his knee. And it was like, if they didn't get him to the hospital immediately, he could have not just lost that leg. The dude could have died. Uh, which I is thought weird. it was a knee injury like that. And I thought that too. And all of the Twitter doctors out there told me that <laughs> Nick Chubb is is gonna walk with a peg leg for the rest of his life. <laughs> yes, because he, they're actually fitting him for a parrot in an eye patch it's, just it's to weird complete the that, look. 
that these Twitter doctors that don't have access to MRIs or x-rays or anything, just 30 seconds of video clip can, can diagnose this stuff. But I'm, I'm not even kidding you. So I, I wrapped up dinner or I wrapped up a workout and then I went to this, you know, restaurant that's close to that hotel that I always stay at uh, when I'm on this, this trip. And I was sitting there and I thought to myself, because of course, you know, there's coverage and they're talking about it uh, in, in the second game, right? The commenters are yeah. talking about what happened to Chubb. And I'm like, Renfield or <laughs> Renshaw is going to have an absolute heyday with the Twitter Love doctor it. activity. Love that's it. Gonna they're be going so on. great. They're so helpful and not just making stuff up and pulling it out of their. Yeah, it's yeah, it's definitely not just pure, unbridled, uh, moralist engagement yeah. farming from people just... who allegedly have actual you know, they're doctors. I don't know what's worse, fake detectives on Twitter or <laughs> real Twitter doctors. I, I don't you call the cops on these guys See what's late going at on. night on a Wednesday night. And I am, I'm shooting shots you're firing. across the bow. You're firing. Because... There's, there's segments of this audience that will know who that was directed towards. Uh, That's okay. anyway. Anyway. So back to my CJ Stroud trade negotiations. <laughs> Uh, I I thought, you know, Bryce Young, and I have Tank Dell on this team, and I have Romeo Dobbs, and it's it's a young team. And the guy the guy came to me and was like, How about Stroud, Young, Tank Dell, and Dobbs for Bryce Young and CJ or and uh Nick Chubb? And I was like, I don't know if I would do Stroud for Young and Chubb. Like yeah. just, just throwing it out there. And so it's kind of at an impasse, but I'm not sure. opposed to selling Stroud. I would absolutely sell now that the the value bump has happened. Um, Bryce Young is a perfect target, I think, because he's taken a week off, and Anthony Richardson maybe even two. It looks like in in week three, if you're looking at the value charts, CJ Stroud's the most valuable rookie quarterback right now because the other two have missed time. Um, I I would sell for the for the profit. Because he was your QB three coming out of the draft, right? Yeah, so. worth considering. Now I've been living. We've had a lot of painful conversation for me. My Vikings yeah. are zero. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm right. ready. I'm ready. The Dallas Cowboys are not zero three, but they did lose to the Arizona Cardinals, Goodness. much to the chagrin of large segments of the Arizona Arizona Cardinal fan base. Right, like that. Yeah, there's a they lot of lose. Cardinals fans that are they don't share the opinion I have that you want to see your team go out there and put the best product they can possibly okay. put out on the field out there. They are. They upset. want to lose. They want to lose. This yes. is not a happy outcome for them, just like I'm sure it wasn't a happy outcome for you. But but what's going on in Dallas? And should we be concerned with the pieces there? I didn't even panic. Like I was like, it's whatever. They're going to come off flat. Trayvon Diggs got hurt. They're missing three offensive line, starting offensive linemen. And the cards have played everybody tight for the first half, maybe yeah. three quarters. They've and then been they collapsed. They're like, ah, we really want to lose. But look, we're yeah, not losing we as bad as you think we're going to. Right. You don't have to fire the coaches. We've got some fight in us. So right? I'm like, I'm like, ah, they're fine. They're going to. And then it's like, wait, what are we doing? We're really going to lose to the Arizona Cardinals. We're That's really going to. But if you look at it, McCarthy's always, he has one game a year I, where there's just a big dud. Yep. I was going to say, they're always, they're be, always good for one. I'd rather it be now than in January. Playoff time, whatever. I'm not happy, but I think it kills the Dallas is going to the Super Bowl talk 
for at least a week. The time hopefully a little being. longer. Yeah. Yeah. And and Dak through the interception. That's not gonna change the people that think he's as bad as he's not. Yeah, they lost. And and I I'll eat crow on it. Um there was a few few tweets out there and you can go dig if you want. I'm not I'm not deleting them. Um where people were like, How on a scale from one to ten, how confident are you the Dallas Cowboys are gonna beat the Cardinals? And I like varsity blues. So yeah, I went that's ten. Not, it's topical. It's, it's, a, it's a 10. Like, and I'm the only one that said 10 and I'm going, Oh, okay. Well, Ooh, maybe boy. that's why you're not a 10. Hey, I appreciate you leaving it up though. I think, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. In, in this business of yeah. trying to predict the future, I think accountability is really important. Yeah. Uh, like I, I don't know. Did any of the Twitter doctors come out and say, oh, I was wrong? <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm sure some no. deleted their tweets, though, because they're not as upstanding it's... gentlemen as you are. Whatever. Is um, Let's keep talking Cowboys here. Tony Pollard's usage. Are they going to be able to to run him this way also? Is Tony I, built for that? I Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think that's kind of why they let Zeke go, and they're like, give it to Tony. Um the the backups i don't think deuce vaughn is going to become a thing um they could be a sneaky team that adds like a leonard fournette sure something happens there's an opening um i but i think the intention is to just feed him just he's he's there he's on his his one year deal uh, they can always draft a guy next year. The the free agent class of running backs this offseason is going to be – it's going to saturate the market. Prices for those guys should come down unless there's some agreement with the, the Players Association. I don't think that's coming. No. Um, no. So, and, and even the initial thoughts around that were pretty silly. It was like, oh, we'll all just get together and ask real nice. Like it wasn't yeah. – you know, it's like the running backs are going to get together like – um, <laughs> I don't know why this came to mind. Did you ever watch the Care Bears cartoon? You're younger yes, than me, so yes. so they got together and they did the Care Bear stare, and then like all their things, like the yep, running backs were just up. gonna get together and put their arms around one another, and then the shoulder yeah. pads would light up and be like, "Now you're gonna pay us more." Like it's not gonna work. No. Yeah, but it was. I think the, the. I mean, you look at guys that are on the last year of their deal or on the franchise. Austin Eckler's only got one year left. Oh, right. he's magically hurt. Saquon Barkley's only got one year left. Oh man, he missed a week. I wouldn't be shocked if if Pollard gets hurt at some point. Ah, and I sure hope not. Needs. I I mean, it's just one of those. What are we doing? But yeah, we'll see. Eckler doesn't have a lot to come back for. No, no. I need my Tony Pollard to be active though. He's a big giant I, piece on the teams that are doing well. And it wasn't like a points bonanza this last year. But no, the guy was solid. hurt this last week. He was in on 86% of snaps. It was his highest snap total of the year. He had 26 attempts. That's his second highest on the young year. And he caught all three of his targets. Like, wow, he's He's out. He's He's solid. solid. You want to talk about uh, some some pieces that could be on the move. I don't know if you've seen the the Devontae Adams comments about the Las Vegas Raiders. There's yeah. some fun, some fun rumors with that one. Yeah, there are. And you know, Devontae's not an old man. No. Yeah. But he's not. He's what, but he's 32? not a he's not a spring chicken, right? Like he's younger only, than us. He's younger than us. He 
he doesn't have a huge window, right. To accomplish whatever he wants to get accomplished, you know, play for a highly competitive team, you know, try and get himself a ring. Yep. What's your favorite rumor you've seen? I haven't seen a ton of them. So I I love this. I've just seen teams to watch if he were to get traded. Devontae Watch 2023. Yes. And Dallas was one of them. And San Francisco was one of them. And I'm like, oh, okay. That could be be real interesting. Right. Like, I don't, and it's, again, it's rumors and who knows. But, like okay, and I think the Jets would be one. Um, sure. Here are the top the top teams that uh, six potential landing spots for Raiders, Devontae Adams, 49ers, Cowboys are the top two. Packers come in third on this list. Oh, okay. Weird. Jordan right? loves Jordan loves having a fine season. If yeah. I have Jordan Love, I'd I'd be looking to make an offer because I don't think it's sustainable. Uh, but that would certainly be a help to old Jordan. And then the last three Bengals. Could you imagine? Oh, I, I mean, that nasty. would be the Browns, which I don't like. That's probably my no. least favorite one on the bunch. And no. then the Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions. I don't like that one for other reasons. Um, right. But I don't need the Lions to get any more dangerous. I need them to still Lions get a Lions. Well, and they, they could. But I was just like, I like <laughs> that. Could. I like that. I like Dallas a lot, though, man, because that's a receiving core that has room. You know, like it. Do they? I th- I mean, I think so. Like, I, what's Michael Gallup put up like nineteen points this week? Thank you. Finally, you know, it's yeah. like because Gallup's a guy that I I've loved on for a while now. It always seems to be knocking on the door, not quite walking through it. He's, um, yeah, but that's a lot of mouths, right? I just, yeah. I think, you know, it's, it's great for football, for real football, terrible for fantasy, I think. Oh yeah. Unless it's Dak, right? Like it, that's nice for Dak. That's the only piece yeah. that really yeah. helps. Yeah. He would probably take a backseat in and, and he wouldn't Paul get the targets, are... but he would be open more or right. somebody would in that offense would be open more. You can only cover so many guys that are really good at football right <laughs> at once right that's it's that's the, no mention of my thought. minnesota vikings i mean no kj osborne stop uh not wow he caught a touchdown this last year i was at that Maybe. game by the way or this last yeah. week i keep saying this last year if this has been a long week for it, me it probably Matt. felt like a year leaving the the stadium after that my uncle and i sat there in our seats and just sulked for a while. Didn't even really. At talk. least the boys didn't go. Like think of I it know. that way. That's a good point. That would have That's been a, a hard point. one to take them, them home from. By the way, um, if anyone's been, uh, this story's been making it. So I said I didn't want to talk anymore Vikings, but here I go again. Um, I told you I knew it'd come back they up. Blamed crowd noise uh, for the play having a hard time getting into Cousins on that last play. And I was in the stadium. The crowd was not loud. And then Kevin O'Connell came out and said that it was a problem with the with the headphones or the headset. Um, but that has not stopped the vicious slandering of those at U.S. Bank. Uh, you know, whatever. What? So walk me through because I okay. I'm like, why don't they spike it? Why don't like spike the wall? Spike it? Clock it? Like you got to stop the clock? Yeah. What, what was the? I don't. It's it's tough. I've seen some people say the analytics are actually if you can do if you can get up there, run a quick play, um, kind of almost like a 
you know, not quite a, a momentum change thing, but if you can get up there, catch the defense, you actually have a, a good shot. And if you can get a pass playoff quickly, it's in effect the same thing as spiking that ball, right? The hmm. ball was placed right to TJ Hawkinson. I don't know how you drop a pass upward, but it happened. Um, and people are coming down on TJ like, oh, what a bad trade. You know, we invested a bunch of money. For some it's reason, fine. the f- last year, the flukes were in our favor in Minnesota. This year, yeah. they're not. Like, Well, the Hawkinson's probably the dynasty tight end one right now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If I, I'm not moving Hawkinson for, I mean, it'd take a lot for me to move yeah. Hawkinson because no one's doing it. You know, I mean, nope. but let's Pitch talk. Is tumbling down. and Mark Andrews is not having a good season. This Baltimore offense, I think, is questionable. Sam Laporta. Climbing that ladder. What did we talk about? The first first episode of the season, we were talking about old Sammy out there on all the snaps. Is this the unicorn? Is this the promised one? This tight end one, Uh, rookie year, coming out of Iowa. Iowa tight ends. I'm just telling you, Iowa tight ends. That's the... the, If you have to invest in a position group from one school... Go there. Iowa Iowa's tight end you. Yeah. Ohio State's probably... Wide receiver, you wide receiver, yeah. I don't know if there's a quarterback school. I mean, you just have to take quarterbacks that played Texas or Texas high school football, is the yeah, that's you, that's you track solid. that, yeah. They're pretty safe bet most of the time, yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah, how'd we get there? I don't know how we got there, but Vikings that we're not supposed <laughs> to be talking about. I know, god dang it, I'm a masochist, <laughs> just yeah. brutal. It's all uh, turning around. It's all well, turning around this week when we play Carolina Panthers and Adam Thielen has his revenge game. has to win. Somebody has to win. And it makes me nervous because there's a lot. Every year for the last three years, people have wanted to pronounce Adam Thielen dead and gone, worthless for fantasy. Don't draft him. He's an old man. He's lost a step. And old Adam still keeps producing, man. He's fine. He's just He's fine. sneaky athletic and... A real grinder. He's a real gym grinder. rat. Yep. A, 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 a technician when yes. it comes to route running. Never yes. necessarily a burner. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, all the all the cliches that are out there for the Adam Thielen type. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So we'll see what happens. Adam Thielen, by the way, I picked up... Um, in redraft on waivers, he was offered to me as a piece in a dynasty st- trade that we were just too far apart on, but it was kind of interesting. I'm a big, big Thielen fan. Great guy. You know, do you think time. people take advantage of that in trades? Cause absolutely. I absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Why wouldn't yes. you? And yeah. I've got a bunch of buddies in my main league. They're all Wisconsin guys and the Packers guys. I mean, Vikings fans are a pessimistic lot, right? Like, mm-hmm. Even things are going well, people don't, most Minnesotans don't believe it. It's like the weather. They're never happy with the weather. It's too cold in the winter. It's too hot in the summer. Like just a lot of downers uh, for being like a friendly state. Uh, But the Packers guys, you can take advantage of them like no one's business. My favorite story, there is a guy, um, a friend of mine, like he would take Packers wide receivers that no one had ever heard of in like the fifth round of drafts where you're writing them in. <laughs> like yeah. it's like first right. We had to make a rule. First right into the draft, you have to take a shot. Like because it was oh. like, just nuts. Yeah. But 100 percent Yeah, I know your league. Go after the go after the 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 hometown fanboys and uh you know make some money. 
we've got a so there's a i mean you guys have been people have been in leagues where it's consistent redraft league you know you've done it for years um we've got a running joke with one guy he drafted i i'm like 95 percent sure it was job at best but it was like six months after he retired or towards AC, like he was no out way. for the year oh my gosh in like in practice and we're in like the fifth round and he's still on his cheat sheet or whatever and he's like it's on my list He's like Javid Best, and the room looks at each other, and we're we all are in unison without saying it. Don't tell him, don't say a word, don't do anything. So it goes like three or four rounds later. No way. And he he's like, I can't believe you're letting me get this team. You guys, how oh, do you? And so then we're like, Javid Best tore his ACL out for the year. You drafted him round five. Shut up. Like, <laughs> it's done. It's over. Did still uh... to this day. Was he working off of like, was this long enough to go or dudes were showing up with the fantasy magazines that you picked up at like the 7-Eleven spinner rack? I think that's where he got it. And I'm because we all were like, where'd you get your magazine? Like how, how old <laughs> your is that? magazine? What uh oh what man. We so, had a yeah. guy a couple years ago forget his materials. He does a spreadsheet, he does his homework, and he left it at home and he had to run out and picked up a magazine. He's like, You're never gonna believe this thing. There's a cover date on the inside of like, you know, right after the draft took place, April or May or something. Oh god. And uh he had he had a hard time. He had a hard time that draft. Yeah, yeah it's fun. It's just those are fun. Those are fun stories. I mean, it's that's good. Just take advantage of or you know, like. We know who's going to take a while in the draft. We know who the Packers homer is. Uh-huh. Yep. It's it, it and uh you know, I think dynasty is a little bit more like hope burns eternal, like especially when you have younger players where oh it's like, gosh. hey, they're not coming they, they're going to be there. Like it's, you know, yep. year 3 breakout. I mean, how often did we talk about years ago year 3 breakout was the wide receiver standard? And yep. if you could go and, uh, you know, you got a piece that year two, you're like, I don't really buy it. And this guy's going to oversell or overbuy and I can sell. It's delightful. Delightful have you, stuff. Have you played Debbie? No. Uh, the oh Thor and Eistrom has tried a couple times to get me into Debbie. And, you know, Thor is like, you know, one of friend the Friend of the show. Yeah. Friend of the, friend th- of the show, show. Thor Nystrom. Maybe you've heard of him. He's a uh, professional. He doesn't do this after his kids are in bed. He does it for a living true. all day long. He, yeah um yeah he's talked to me about it i haven't gotten into it because um i've got four kids man and if i get any more into football than i am now uh i'd like to think my wife wouldn't divorce me but that is you know in the realm of possibilities that's on one side of the spectrum right i so i'm in one debbie league and it's a free debbie league so i know some people will hear the f word in terms of fantasy football and and turn off but just to just to try it just you know i don't know let's see um, though you say hope springs eternal, those people, the people that do Debbie, I, I mean this, uh, Kevin, I, I'm sure you listen. I mean this in the nicest possible way. Debbie people are crazy. Yeah. Like you got bought uh, in early and it's hard to give it up. The take oh, lock yeah. is extra heavy. Yeah. And I'm going like second and third round picks are super valuable. At least in the one I'm in, it's like year three or four where you can draft any co- college player that isn't currently rostered by somebody so like one year i traded two third round picks for joe mixon and joe mixon still on my team this offseason i made a trade i forget i got got like quinn ewers and and somebody else and then somebody reached out i was like i'm really interested in quinn ewers and i'm like 
Sure, I'll trade him. Whatever. I just got him. I'm not too okay. connected to the guy. I'll give you Christian McCaffrey. Deal. No. Deal. Smash what? accept. And I'm like, so then I reach out to these Debbie guys. I'm like, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing with Debbie, but like, I think this is a good trade. And they're like, yeah, it's okay. And I'm like, wait, like that's a smash. Like McCaffrey's a no. top. See, I can't. I can't. I've got a hard enough time getting my brain switched between redraft and dynasty because I was a redraft guy for years. So the the transition, I still have to remind myself. And and, and then even within redraft, because I don't think I'm in any dynasty leagues that aren't super flex or two QB, but the difference between super flex and two QB leagues. And then when I'm back into just a one QB league and I'm seeing you check the wire and I'm like, what is going oh. on here? Why could this quarter? What CJ Stroud's a free agent? Prescott, <laughs> exactly yeah. right. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And then I'm like, wait a second, Garrett. A wait a second. Let's calm down. Oh, I just, by the way, I I couldn't think of the name on that uh, the the wide receiver, the Packers wide receiver that my buddy drafted in the fourth or fifth round. It was right in. Um, so hyped, so hyped for one Jeff Janis, super oh, future star. Jeff everybody Janus. loved Jeff Janis. Yeah, oh, Jeff. I remember that when he was like the darling of twitter and yeah yeah uh, yeah good times his rookie year in a long time like in the like it was the fourth or the fifth round when he was a rookie it was just we're like who yikes one last rookie question since we went we went back and talked uh, we talked about um Bijan and what's going on in atlanta Bijan, darling right no one's gonna argue the talents there Right. If we're talking rookies, rest of this year, so not just dynasty ranking to okay. get that out of your head, but just rest of this year, who would you rather? Bijan Robinson or James Cook? Bijan Robinson. You think so? I don't like James Cook at all. He's I know. he's doing some things. I know. I know. I just can't he'll be a it's guy. It's a good so offense. Like, there are guys where I'm like, I'm okay being late to this party. Like and James Cook is one of them. Took me a He's while. He's had at least eight, eight oppor- 18 opportunities in every game this year. I'm just saying. I Yeah, I just don't. I know. I don't I don't buy it. I don't know. He has an average of about 3.6 targets in the passing yeah. game. Great. I don't know. Like, I don't, yeah, I know. I get it. Like, the, the stats are all there. I just don't. I, I don't. I, I don't disagree with you. Like, if, if I don't think there's a lot of trades going out there that's like, hey, you know, whatever piece and then you know include like let's swap running backs you know right. to, to really pull this thing over the over the you know the finish, finish line here but uh, i was not a James Cook believer before this season right like i've seen dalvin i've you know seen the little brother uh just buffalo running backs you know it's hard yep. to trust them and uh He's doing he's doing just he's fine doing so okay. far. The yeah, first week but, wasn't great. Um, but in the last two, he's doing some it, more things. It feels like you can find running backs like anyone. Jalen Warren is doing just fine. And he's a backup. Yeah, much to my chagrin, right? Because I've got a bunch of Najee all over the place. And that offensive right. line in Pittsburgh, like as much as oh, here I go again. I get frustrated with the Vikings offensive line. The Steelers <laughs> offensive line probably frustrates me just as much. I don't want to talk about the Vikings, but let's talk about the Vikings. Because Najee, man, it's like, oh, yeah, there's no green grass in front of you. There's just defensive linemen caving in on every hole. Come on. You, James Conner, another one. Cheap running back, putting up points. Yeah. I just, I, 
I'll take guys like that over James Cook. And I know it's dynasty. It, it is what it is. It, there's just, there are guys that I'm like, I'm okay missing on this one or, or not being on the train. And James Cook's one of them. Yep. We probably should mention uh, this week, Alvin Kamara comes back. Absolutely. Uh, Going to step into a massive hole uh, for the Saints. James Winston is also looking like the probable starter there, though, which when Kamara and Winston were on the field together last year wasn't, wasn't, wasn't so great. Hot. But, but, you know, did you see that James Winston video where he hung out and waited to, to greet and, like, high-five every single member, every player, every staff yes. member? He just seems like a nice guy. Man, does he, he yeah. love chucking interceptions. And he uh, trains and, real funny. He's got a pretty unique way of training. <laughs> yeah, but he just seems like a super nice fella, doesn't he? He's yeah, he's fine. He's when he's not a freshman at Florida State or uh yeah yeah wherever. I mean, the things that he did when he was yep. there. Yeah. Oh we're, yeah. yeah. We're yeah. all young and stupid at some point, right? So if he's that, not eating W's, you know he's that was a he's, there was a trend where people said stupid things. Like it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And now he just gives a lot of high fives. He's a big hype man. I like it. That's good yeah. energy. You know. Yeah. Funny training videos. If you or I did that, people would think we're crazy. But James we Winston did it. We might need to do that for the Twitter account. <laughs> just, <laughs> Some funny training regiment. No, just do your best James Winston training impression. You know, throw crab legs at me. I'll dodge. <laughs> yeah. Num 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 num. Who doesn't love crab legs? I wouldn't want to drop them. I'd still eat them. Five second rule would be in full effect. As long as you pay for them and don't walk out of the store with them, you're fine. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely oh this was fun this was it was fun it was fun good luck to everybody in your games uh in your dealings as always remember we've mentioned it many times but there's a website helps you out dynasty trade calculator what what should they stop doing stop guessing what should they start doing here it is that's the luck bye yeah Thanks for hanging out with us on another episode of the Dynasty Dads Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Dynasty Dads.